Have you ever had the job of keeping a fire going? If so, you know it's not as easy as one may think. Even though the old song says it only takes a spark to get a fire going, you also need dry wood, good kindling, and proper airflow and setup. This past year, with us all having way more family time on our hands and time at home, one of the top selling items has been fire pits. Having to quarantine and not being able to get out as much, families took to the outdoors. Our family simply took to the backyard. <laughs> We're not big campers, so we got us a big fire pit. My husband was so excited. He started gathering wood with my girls and the fires began. Part of the fun is simply to just sit there and watch it burn. S'mores are always a big hit with hot chocolate bundled up in a blanket and just being together around a fire creates a space for great conversations and making memories. While I love to watch the wood burn and the embers glow, after a while to keep the fire burning, you have to add more wood. You must feed the fire and tend it. That's part of the experience. I have these memories of my grandparents' fireplace. They had this old wooden air blower, which I now discovered was called a bellows. It had two wooden sides with handles and an airbag in the middle. You open it up and air draws in, then you close it and air is blown out onto the fire to feed it and help the embers glow brighter. It takes time and your constant attention to keep a fire going. One night while sitting around our fire pit, watching the wood burn, I thought about the importance of fire back in the Old Testament. The Lord gave Moses the instructions for the burnt offering for the Hebrew people. And in Leviticus 6, we read about how the fire had to be kept burning on the altar continuously. It could not go out because number one, God started the fire. So there's that. But also, fire represented the presence of God. Remember the burning bush and then the pillar of fire that led the children of Israel out of Egypt? Also in Exodus 19, Mount Sinai was covered with smoke because the Lord descended on it in fire. So keeping the fire burning for the altar and for the burnt offerings brought in day and night by the Hebrew people was a high priority. These offerings were consumed by the fire and represented sin atonement, as well as signifying complete surrender, devotion, and commitment to God. But here's the part I kept coming back to as we kept our own fire burning in our backyard. The burnt offering was a continuous fire and a continuous offering. Our lives should be the same. Once God lights a fire in our heart through salvation in Jesus, we must daily lay it down on the altar to be consumed by the presence of God. Romans 12:1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Paul isn't asking us to lay our bodies down on an actual fire, so don't go do that. But he is using the reference of a sacrifice and maybe thinking about the burnt offering with a continuously burning holy fire of God to encourage believers to live out our worship and devotion to God day and night. We do this through the way we love and pour out our life as we serve those around us. We lay our lives down, our desires down, our way down for the cause of Christ. 
It's a daily offering through our choices and in how we live, which becomes our true and proper worship, not something reserved for Sunday mornings. That's the truth. If you've let the fire of your faith grow dim, lay it all down on the altar and surrender your life to Jesus. It really does only take a spark to get it going again. I'm Lori Klein.